and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 24 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name is Tyler. I'm your host, as I always will be. And joining me, as he always will be, fresh off a contentious bonus episode of The Last of Us 2, where we talk about video games for once. You should go listen to. Joining me is Andy. Hi there. Andy. Sorry. I thought I had more of an intro. A long-winded intro. My we're, my we're, we're back and we're friends again. We're back and we're friends again. <laughs> After last of us. You want two hours of fighting and division. <laughs> again, go check out that bonus episode. I'm not going to post it in a separate channel. It'll be in your normal feed uh, if you get those notifications and if you're subscribed. If you're not, what you're doing, please like and subscribe, share, tell your friends, rate us, as our producer Romeo did. He's our only review on Apple Podcasts. Oh. And uh, it doesn't matter where you rate us, though. We don't care. We just we want positive reviews. Or you can email us at azmovieclub at gmail.com. Once more, that's azmovieclub at gmail.com. We also now, newly, have both a Facebook and an Instagram page being run by someone that's not completely me. Woo! And uh, we also still have a Twitter that's mostly being run by me because someone isn't doing it like they said they would. I'm staring at Romeo, not, but, not Andy, for clarification. That means, that's good, though, because that means you got to respond to Maeve Higgins, right? It was off of Romeo's tweet, and thank you for that. For that, uh, damn it! See, now I messed it up. Transition there, Andy. I'm gonna because mention that ever for always. Speaking of Maeve Higgins, if the name doesn't stand out to you, it's you know you should know she's the star of Extraordinary, the very first film we reviewed. We got a response from their main page and from Maeve. She is supposed to be doing. She said she would be willing to do an interview this August. We don't have an exact time frame just yet. She's a busy woman because she is very talented. Um, but we should be doing a interview here, me and Andy. We're pretty sure we're going to do a special episode where it's just her interview, and then we're also going to talk about Extraordinary and rewatch that. And speaking of special episodes, Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg and Christine Milotti, it's coming out on Hulu. They bought the exclusive rights to that. Go watch the trailer. It looks hilarious. It drops July 10th. That's a Friday. The following Wednesday, just like our schedule, Wednesday and Saturday, this week might be a little different because of uh, late scheduling. Plus, we got that Last of Us episode in there. Going forward, always expect that Wednesday-Saturday date. So that's Wednesday, July 15th, five days after the movie. You'll immediately have thoughts. Hopefully, no one else on the Internet is talking about it. And possibly, why the reason you're listening to this episode, you might have backtracked and thought, that was a funny episode. What do they think about Wally? If you're here, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad. Thank you, future Tyler. It fucking works. <laughs> so we're... You know, it, we don't have qualifications. We're not movie critics. We're just two guys that started working together, talking about movies. And we thought, I've always wanted to have a podcast. So I was like, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? And then... Uh, we can make your dream happen. Yeah, so that's that's how we got here. And 2,000 of you crazy bastards said, I want to listen to their opinions. I don't know if those weren't full follow-throughs. I know that, but that's okay. Thank you for the click anyways. 2,000. Uh, 1,000 in June is our best month ever. We're just we're going forward. We need to get another 1,000 in July. That's the goal here. That last of us is going to be a good bump. I yeah, I, I hope so. That You, you would imagine. Um, and then as far as next week goes, we do always plan out a week ahead of time. So any email suggestions, we'll absolutely factor those in. Uh, and we'll probably pick your movie as long as we haven't seen them because that's our rule. One of us has to have seen it or not seen it before. That rule might be broken in the future, but we'll talk about that later. And next week we are going to be doing Arrival from Dennis Villeneuve. It's the summer of sizzle. I forgot to mention that. Damn, we got so much to plug here. I forgot. We're doing the stuff. We're trying to do movies, baby. Relevant blockbuster movies. Uh, Arrival, I'm well aware. Don't correct me. Came out in November. I saw that bad boy in theaters. Andy's never seen it. Sci-fi, dare I say masterpiece? That's really good. I'm curious what I'd rate it because I don't even want to tempt you now. And we're also going to 
So this is one, this is kind of like our No Country episode because I've seen both these movies, but that this may happen in the summer sizzle. Uh, Hustlers, starring Jennifer Lopez, and I forget, I'm so sorry for the actual main actress's name, I totally forget her name. I looked up, I saw Julia Stiles, isn't it? She, Julia Stiles <laughs> is I know, I don't think not. she's one of the main people. But yeah, I know, I have never seen Hustlers and was quite surprised by that, but let's do it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's I didn't pick it as a junkie movie. We're not opposed to that if you'd like to see us trash something like The Meg. Andy actually likes. I'll defend that one. Boys track, with track, the boy track there, but yeah, uh, like <laughs> Peg or I mean any Fast and the Furious film. No, I'm just kidding. I know people like them. It's all right. Yeah, that was Lily Reinhardt. That was low audio. Yeah, if you didn't hear that, I was joking about saying any Fast and the Furious because I'm referring to them as trash. Because I'll play the heel on that just as I have for many other things. They're, they're fun trash. Andy said that. Well, no, Tokyo Drift is fun trash. I'll say that. It's a fun four. And if we you talk about that movie, by the way, go back and listen. And if you're thinking this is five minutes, own episodes. this is five minutes of dialogue, and I haven't heard anything about the movie they're reviewing. I'm sorry. I know you clicked on Wally. We'll talk about Wally here in a second, because I think that's it. Yeah, we're we're good. Let's go ahead and talk about Wally then, for lack of a better transition. Came out in 2007. Romeo, you're a producer now. You, that's the fact check, and I need he'll clarify that. So if you're like, no, it came out this year. Stop. We're going to have a clarification on that in a minute. Pixar. And if you're thinking, well, their rule is one person has has to have never seen it. How is it possible that someone has not seen Wally? We found him. We found one of the three human beings on Earth left that hasn't seen him. His name is Andy, and he happens to be on a podcast. So That's right. Is- I'm a childless 30-year-old. <laughs> this, movie, this movie came out when I was a, like a, an older teenager, and I'm like, I'm not going to go see Wally. There's no way that's good. And I, and I did myself a disservice. Yeah. I, I thought about saying 08, too, and I was like, no, I thought it was 07. And we got a clarification. Oh, it was when so in 08. Uh, that was June, right? June, like, let me try this. June 16th, 2008. Wait, we're getting a race. 27. Oh, okay, I was, I was 11 days off. 27. Oh, this is almost, this is basically the 12-year anniversary of Wally. <laughs> You've been waiting for it, folks. That's going to be anything we're going to do with movies just only on their 12-year anniversary. <laughs> we're painting ourselves into a very narrow window. <laughs> Yeah. All of 08. Hey, The Dark Knight came out in July of 08, so that's not a bad idea. Ooh, that's Knight a good summer. Rules. So, yeah, uh, so we've talked about before during the other uh, animated movies that I've seen, or that we've talked about on this, the lack of animated movies that I've seen. When I pulled up Disney to go through uh, and find this one, little Disney Plus, I, I realized that uh, I've seen Brave. We did a whole list of movies that I'd seen for Pixar, and I, and I, I forgot of, Brave. Yeah. That's one of the very few Pixar movies I have seen. I remembered it being pretty good. It was the first one that I had not seen, like, in order. Like, I had seen everything as a kid really leading up until then. I think I was kind of broke, and I was also a little older. And not, when I first saw the trailer, it looked cool. And then the reviews were like, eh. And I was just, it, it, I didn't have a burning passion to see it. We've got Disney+. Plus. It I might, it might be it. In, this, in that weird uh, part of the Venn diagram that only catches me because it's kind of like history and, like, Scottish folk tales and stuff. And I, I go nuts for, well, for history. How to Train Your Dragons a little. I never saw it. Oh, that's good. The first one's really good. The second one, I kind of got bored and couldn't even finish. Even though I hear it's really good. And then the third one, I'm just feeling like it's the same. It was too much lore. After the first one, I was like, perfect story. Wrap that with a bow. DreamWorks saw that Moolah roll in, though, and they did not want to. They're going to keep it ongoing. There's even shows. What? There's even a bunch of shows. That's right. They're like Netflix exclusive shows. Dragon shows. That's a money money maker then, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we won't watch any of that. We're just going to watch Wally. There's nothing more <laughs> jarring though, and like you'll you're forgiven if you don't see this because you don't go to the kids section of Netflix. But there's like DreamWorks especially has just a deal for anything that makes them any kind of money. They have like a 2D version of it on Netflix. 
Trolls as a whole animated series. Oh, weird. Yeah, you see, the look on Andy's face, he had no idea. It's You'd be forgiven if you don't have children. Yeah. Yeah, and then Romeo, as Romeo points to himself, yeah, we've got <laughs> the children's movie expert. He's seen Frozen more times than any person should, as I'm sure a lot of people have. <laughs> <laughs> Wally's one of the ones, though, if it's in your kid's rotation, I think I think you're all right. It's This doesn't even seem like a kid's movie. That's the crazy fun thing about it. It was like the themes are like, really out there. Yeah, like, it, there's zero talking in the first 30-ish minutes. Love that. It's super avant-garde. Like, like I for 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I know we're going to get there, because that's how 2001, like, as you know, it's just that long section of no talking yeah. and, like, the monkey people figuring out that monolith. And then, so I'm thinking, like, how 2001 of it is, is this movie that's so freaking cool? And then cut to way at the end when the captain, like, tries to stand up on his fat knees. They're literally playing, like, the drum beat from when the, oh, are they? the, the yeah like that dum 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 I didn't dum. even notice that's that. literally when in, in that section of 2001 of Space Odyssey after there's been like half an hour of these monkeys like fighting each other and crawling around in the I dirt, remember the party in 2001 that, he but, up that leg bone you know, it was that same thing as like mankind's like greatest achievement is like this fat captain getting out of his chair and walking a few steps what we pay Andy for ladies and gentlemen <laughs> the Wally there's slash 2001 hot off the press topical references <laughs> I do love 2001 A Space Odyssey. So good. So good. The best sci-fi movie of all time, some people might say. (laughs) Other people, if you're a six-year-old, might say, Wally, though. Really? Like, yeah. So, I mean, most of you, I'm assuming, have seen Wally. I don't know if it bears too much story beats. Although, if you want, I can do a quick uh, summary of that. It's the first 30 minutes, there's zero talking. You are following a day in the life of this trash robot who is lonely. That's why when you said it looks like a sad trash robot, I was like, you're very much right about a <laughs> good portion of that film. But I didn't know anything about his adventures or what, half, was gonna yeah. go, what was going to happen with him. I only knew he was a trash bot. And Eve, this uh, extraterrestrial vegetation something. Yeah, I've heard that with the... She's a little pod. So a, a ship shows up and dumps this little pod, which is sleek and futuristic looking, which Wally is not. He is a dirty little trash bot. The most adorable dirty little trash bot ever. Because he's He'd be a really, it's really ugly design outside of, they seriously made him adorable by just doing uh, big eyes, yeah. which is a staple of animation, and how just like perfectly the hands, yeah, how the they fit in, yeah. and his mannerisms, and of course the voice. But like you think 70% of that man's design, or that creature's, or that robot's design, we, they technically never specify whether Wally's a male. I don't want to misgender Wally, and that wasn't even a joke. <laughs> Uh, so Wally, yeah, he's seventy percent like ugly rust, and then they just Pixar is so good at this; they just fucking nail it with the other thirty percent. And that right there was the moment where parents who were like, "Is this a cool podcast for kids?" I'm sorry, we curse. If you just happen to click on Wally, is well, it maybe just children like podcasts anyway? Well, you know, a lot of parents will drive in like with their kid in the car, and so they hear an F bomb and they're like. Damn it, I gotta find a new podcast. Oh, shucks. I'm not willing to shackle myself. <laughs> well, I mean, we only have Wally onward and like Paranorman. It'd be a pretty short list of your... Mr. Fox, technically, even though we discussed in Golden yet. <laughs> I mean, Wally's themes are just as adult as Fantastic Mr. Fox is. Yeah, that's fair. I think Wally's are written in a much more directly relatable to children way, but I mean, the context of everything is similar. Like, yeah, I, I love both of these movies. And then, so we go from Wally. Eve shows up. Her mission is to find vegetation on life. And we, this is 
really inferred. We don't even technically know that until. Did you predict that? Like that's what she was doing there. Dude, I was 15. I don't remember. Oh, that, what I, that, I forget you didn't just watch this. Game. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> you wanted three people, Andy. I'm not joking. Yep. Everyone else has seen Wall. That's okay. Wonderful film, though. I'm glad you saw it finally. Yep. We too. haven't we haven't had a bad rep for you on the animated. I'm not gonna send you trash, man. Or animated, anyways. I appreciate that. You will watch Batman vs Superman. It might not be next week. It might not be the week after. It'll happen eventually. I gotta I gotta find a counter to that one yeah. movie that you really don't want to want to watch. I don't know. I'm watching it. it Gonna be available this Saturday or Sunday. Embrace of the Serpent. No, I, it looks solid. It, it does look solid. But yeah, I, yeah. If you're new to the show, that's just like one of the things I've been holding over Andy's head. I hate it for the record, but I just want Andy to also experience pain and watch Batman versus Superman. And if you're a Zack Snyder fanboy, get out of here. This isn't your podcast. <laughs> I, I bet I'll like that one more than you. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know what to. But I think I'm more forgiving of bad superhero stuff. Dude, I don't know. You're. Just <laughs> That movie's not good. Oh, really? Oh, uh, I hate it. I think it... Some people... We're real quick off topic. Some people get into the Batman lore, lore of, like, I don't know he can't kill that. people, blah, blah. True. I agree with that. It's also not the reason why the movie sucks. The movie sucks because it's... I think he thought... All Zack Snyder did is take a bunch of comic book references and cool images in a comic book, throw them on screen and go, see, look, you like that, don't you, you dorks? And then they're just like... <laughs> The weird Snyder bros are like, yes, Master Snyder, please more. And they're like, you don't understand the story. It's like, I get it. It just sucks. And I love Jesse Eisenberg. He doesn't work as Lex Luthor. The whole, his whole bit is just weird. And I'm like, what he was going for, at least they should have made him cold and menacing. Like Eisenberg would have portrayed that. Anybody that probably thought there was a good chance of him being good, I assume, thought that. Instead, he's this long-haired weirdo who's just like, forcing Eisenberg to overact. That's not what Eisenberg's good at. He's good at cold calculating, conveying, he's like Tom Hardy as in, in a totally different body type. Yeah. Just give him minimal dialogue, but be like, this is how this character feels. And he's just like, I got it. And he conveys, conveys all that. That's Eisenberg at his peak. That's why the social network's so good. Sounds like, yeah, we're, we're doing Batman Superman. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're, we're doing <laughs> Okay. Look forward to that. If you want to tell your children, like, hey, let's watch Batman versus Superman. <laughs> So back to Wally. This, this for a record, will probably be an off-topic episode, just because we don't have like we love Wally. I think that's universal here. I'm just like the plot beats are pretty simple. Like you, you did half of it right there in one sentence. Like yeah, they're I trying the to find plants. Minutes. They find plant. Plant go to spaceship, and then spaceship try to come back to Earth. And there's a small cover up at the end. The autopilot is following a very direct order because he does not want to be replaced. That's right. A Hal-esque... I didn't even think about the Hal comparison. It's very broad up. It's literally a white to... circle with a red dot. Yeah, it's, and, it's also a giant handle. Yeah, it's like a steering wheel. It's yeah. the, uh, literally the... What do they call those for ships? The, the steering space crew. The steering wheel. The bow? No, no, the bow. I thought there was a specific name for it. Right? The helm. Helm. I think you may have it there. Fact checker. Check it. Just kidding. Producer. Check it. Can't believe you didn't already have this pulled up. Nautical, yeah, nautical ship terms. We, you saw what we pay Andy for. What that's we that's my landing for? page when I pull up my Google. <laughs> it is helm. It, it is helm. Okay, helm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's he's like a helm, but he's Hal in the middle. And then basically they go to space. We find out humanity was lied to by this. So, I mean, it, like it's relevant in so many weird ways. In 2008, it's like, easy to look through and see that corporations own a lot of things and like you know it, i mean we have like a sport where and it's becoming all sports sadly where she's like 
decorated in Monster, Wonder Bread, blah, blah, blah. And that's the nexus of NASCAR. It's like, we know a lot of people like this weird sport, um, but it's not financially viable unless we mark your entire car in yeah. corporation logos. So Pixar has their blanket by and large, their Walmart, their whatever, PepsiCo, that owns everything. And we, again, just subtle storytelling because Wally's collecting all this trash. We see the ruins of mankind. And, it, I mean, it very much just looks like a giant a landfill everywhere. I, I got goosebumps, no dope. Like, and, it, and it zoomed out, and it's like, that's the world and all the trash and everything. And it's like, I mean, I'm not an environmental anything, anything like that, but it, it kind of was just like, I mean, yeah, that, that's the natural progression of things. Of course it's going to go that way, even if it is 700 years in the future, like this movie, you know, proposes. Like, And I'm not for handing out, like, oh, here you go. You said something obvious. But the balls to do this in 2008, yeah, when yeah. and to do this in a mainstream Disney's a money maker. Like I don't think they, an inconvenient truth was even out yet. Yeah, I think it. I think it had been for a couple of years. But no, I feel no. like this is Disney's money maker. You know, like I didn't do the Google, but I'm sure you could probably find Fox News anchors railing against this the existence of this movie. Like, Romeo, just search Fox News anchor. It's Wally. I'm sure it exists because a lot of people view the destruction of the environment as weirdly political. Like, we all want to live here and not burn and die or I, get sent I off to space. Did, I thought they did a great job of, like, not saying anything political at all. It's just like, you know, hey, this is happening. Yeah. Just, and this is a movie in the future. So this is going to be a part of the movie. And, like, you kind of can't argue that part. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like it. I've, I've said this about, uh, like, non-animated sci-fi movies that, you know, the further you go out in history, the more you have to account for, and it gets really tricky with technology and yeah, stuff like that. 2700. Yep, yep, it's the year 2700. There's no technology on Earth other than the stuff Wally has to interact with, which is just like... Common household items. Yeah, like, and he's got, like, a little uh, carousel uh, in his, like, uh, is it, like, a shipping container that he lives in? Where does he live in? I forget. It, so it's a housing container for other Wally units, and I That's think where right. yeah, he yeah. shelves all this stuff, I was actually, cause, I mean, again, 15, I like the movie a lot, but I didn't, like, think in detail the way I'm thinking now. And so whenever he's cycling through all of his uh, his parts and stuff he keeps, I think initially that housed other wall units. Like, they could be replaceable, sent out, and then just, like, we repair them, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, like, their housing yeah. unit. Yeah, I like that, and I like the idea of uh, when he's uh, rolling by, there's, like, a like a Wally graveyard. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably dark, all yeah, yeah. all this. Like, and he just plucks a PCD. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked to see him like interact a little bit more, but maybe it's just because he's been doing this for so long. He's storing up like you know the eye uh, lenses and things like that. Anytime he breaks down, which of course it comes back at the end, luckily. So he got spare parts and things like that. Is that not a thing? No, they're saying that the outrage was from overweight people. Overweight people didn't like Wong. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess maybe just lose they're weight. Saying that they, <laughs> uh, they're saying that they are the ones to blame in the movie for the world. Um, I that is a total misreading. Yeah, I, I don't um, think it's yeah. that they're fat and that's why the world ended. I think they got fat they, once they're in space because then when you see the, the, the gallery of the captains, yeah. like the progression of the captains, there was they, a thin captain and then on through like yeah. seven captains later, they're all more okay, fat. They legit have a, like when they show the video of them all being shipped off to space later on, and it's like, it, phrasing it all is good. They say, even grandma can join, and that's the, <laughs> that's the justification for the chairs, only just everyone starts to use them. Yeah, they just, everyone has a wheelchair in the end. 
So it says some some say uh, Pixar is pushing the message that overweight people are draining the resources of the planet and perpetuating the myth that obese are lazy and gluttonous. Is that person a Fox News name? No. Okay, I would. Are they fat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that is a pretty. I would have never. I could have watched this movie a hundred times. Yeah, I would have never taken that away. Taking that away. I um, mean, they are fat, but I totally took that as just a byproduct of living on a spaceship with no gravity forever. You don't need. Yeah, you don't uh, need bones anymore. I'm not like, sure. I like. I guess for some people, you do have to like explain corporation here. Their logo on everything. <laughs> They're responsible. Like, I don't know how else you put it, man. Yeah. Like, the world is trash, and they slap a logo on all the trash saying, do the math yourself, dumbass. Yeah. Like, kids are just going to be like, why does the world suck? And that's okay, they're a child, but how does any functioning adult not go, yeah, see what's going on? Yeah. Like, uh, never assume. And, and even, like, that's such an aside idea. That's so not what this movie's about. Like, yeah, they're fat, but that's not... <laughs> Once they're, like, shown an alternative, and you've got to understand, these people are Born into this weird spaceship that have known nothing but like lunch food I think it, and 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 ease. I think it actually kind of like refutes that idea. I think it like establishes that when people are given an option that presents any kind of normal survival, we tend to lean towards that. You mean like uh, when they actually plant yeah, the like, plant and well, we see the captain even like get. Because he doesn't even, that idea doesn't exist to him because it hasn't been presented. I love because how they've been lured into this yeah, also weird dumb. track of just like, hey, uh, just do this forever. And I mean. It was supposed to be like a five year mission and yeah. 700 years later, that was the funniest idea. And then they show the emergency. Uh, also, RIP Fred Willard. Fred Willard, yeah, that, that's us. So, I was so happy to see him in this. It, 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 but such a weird. Thing. I know it's live action is great. Yeah, yeah the little bits of it because yeah, like like Tyler said, there's no talking from Wally or anything for the first half hour, but they do have like the commercial playing, like when he's he scooters by or something and goes past that little red and, and it yeah. triggers the uh, you know, ads to play and whatnot. So yeah, you're hearing dialogue but not spoken by anyone other than Wait. just commercials and things. We're also wrong. He's here. Wally. Wally. Yeah. And then I didn't mind. You're supposed to be your Eve. He. <laughs> That's what you're here for. People ask me, what do I do this podcast for? And I just tell them to make Andy do progressively dumber things. Do I have to be standing on my head this whole time, though? Also, isn't he the only robot, like, alive, basically? He's, like, the last trash robot. Well, he seems like yeah. the last, yeah, trash the last wall unit. I think, which is how it explains how he just went nuts. I, yeah. I, I mean, I know that Disney isn't going to spend time in this movie, like, about Wally's backstory and how many years he's been You are alone. intrigued, though. Very much. I love, love the show. idea of, like, like isolation amongst, yeah, you know, amongst other things going on. Yeah, we're going to point it out. Where's that Netflix show? Come on, yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah, Wally, Wally's Adventures. Yeah, like the, the early years. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I'd watch that. I, mean, I kind of want to see mankind be torn down by this terrible organization. <laughs> and like at some point, I know, I know, I was thinking, how can they quickly sum this up in a children's movie? They probably can't. Better to just leave it leave it out. But when did he re like attain sentience? Like when I, I was he, thinking that, like, like as an adult, did he have like the rest of them? Because you even see the big Wally. Like, yeah do things like well, how the fuck did this guy get <laughs> yeah how does he understand the concept of loneliness and like was his sentience like contained in that computer chip because when it gets fried and eve puts another one in there he kind of forgets that he's wally yeah. at all and he I just goes back to you know he even crushes up some of his own trash that was sad <laughs> that was sad i think uh every pixar movie starts with the idea of what if things that are normal weren't normal 
Yeah, and I think that's fair. Like Toy Story, what if toys could talk? Yeah, here we go. What if ants started a union? I can go through all the toys. <laughs> <laughs> what if a, a robot retained sentience? Well, yeah. you obviously get a pet roach. <laughs> There's always, yeah, you got the classic cute pet. I, I did like, yeah, yeah, I'll use the word cute just like I did with Mr. Fox. Like when he's kind of uh, uh, watching that, I don't know what the movie was. I don't know if it was like the sound of music or something, but like all those people dancing and whatnot and holding hands. That's what he's wa- trying to mimic the entire movie. Yeah. When he finds that like hubcap top hat and he's like tipping his hubcap. That, that shit is adorable. That was yeah. so freaking cute. That So, you know what's interesting though? I, I was just thinking about, I love the art style so much for all the earth stuff. Mm-hmm. I like face. I thought, and it's again, I understand the context reasons. I just thought the art style of everything in space wasn't as just gorgeous looking to me. Like, yeah. Earth is haunting in a gorgeous way. Wally and Eve especially, and Eve contrasted in, like, this, this gray-brown-orange world that basically is just mostly trash. And, I mean, obviously that, that stuff is intentional because it's, like, the lack of vegetation shows just how ugly things can get. Yeah. Um, but, like, it just seemed a little more, like, really good but also just more standard animation once you got his face. It was like the people don't have some of the detail that we're used to with some of the Pixar stuff. I think the spaceship is supposed to intentionally look like a tacky strip mall, shopping mall, but it's also just like not as visually interesting to look at to me. Um, And then you have more like clean vacuumous stuff for like all the future tech, which I get. And like I used to, I think as a kid, I was more into like futuristic type looking things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like minimalism, but I think I, I've slowly grown more accustomed to things that look like they actually belong on Earth. Yeah, every time they showed Earth, it, it was yeah pretty pretty just creepy and overwhelming. Like I just wanted to like how rad they would have had the perfect opportunity to make the dopest open world Pixar game of all time if you were just Wally. Like, real, not super slow, like, you have a speed option. Yeah. You just, like, run around and hunt trash. Game rules. Give me that game. That's, like, a better Spyro than Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> Way better. Just, like, oh, man, that would be so awesome. Folks, sorry for uh, that abrupt cut. Andy's bladder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're, so, I think we both kind of forget our trail of thought there a little bit. He was talking about the crew. It was supposed to look like a ship, which I got. Yeah, that part. Did you also, so... Again, just straight thought. I think there's animation reasons. Do you think it's implied that all of mankind's supposed to be a lot left, or that we we were seriously dwindled down on the amount of humans surviving? Because at that end, it seems the ship is big. But then you think about it, and you're like, that still couldn't have housed that many of us. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, like obviously there are billions on Earth now. Was it meant to be? Do you think that's supposed to meant to emblemize like millions, maybe hundreds of thousands? Like how low do you think? that number would be. So, good question. So, I think that this wouldn't have been, at least at the start, 700 years ago, this probably wouldn't have been the only one of these ships commissioned. Like, ideally, there's a, yeah. there's a bunch of them. I don't remember if they show that, or if I'm just thinking of that, but I know... You're thinking that of head, head, head don't get me wrong, yeah, but... Like, like, like Fred Willard talking, hey, this is going to be a five-year endeavor. Um, this is just you guys go up there for a while while we sort things out on Earth. You were going to send people up to make a change in the population. It would have to be a lot of people to get them off Earth, breathing, crapping, eating stuff. Like You would have to get a, a lot of people out. So I'm thinking that, and this is me definitely adding some stuff for why this, this particular ship is even important, this one yeah. captain, this Eve bot. Maybe there were a lot of other ships that have gone down, uh, mutiny, whatever. I don't, I don't know what would happen, presumably, but yeah. other ships that this happened to. 
about population control on each one of these ships. Like, the movie, of course, isn't going to address this at all. Everyone's just kind of, like, cruising around, like, that super fat highway, eating their lunch, you know, cups. But there would have to be some pretty serious conversations about, like, population control and who's allowed to have children and things. I know this is a weird thing to talk about, but you have to think about that, especially because they show a couple times during the movie, like, the maternity ward on the ship. And there's, like, a bunch of babies being born. Like, a ton of babies. Like, new babies of like that same age. There wasn't that many babies. But I guess if you're factoring in a given day. Yeah, like, if you're talking over the course of 700 years, maybe this is a day, even, like, a week. Maybe there was 20, 20 babies in team. Yeah, yeah, like, right. in, in a week. Are that many people dying of old age? And I say that, like, about the old age because one of the few... I'm always looking around for, like, time stamps, but one of the few time stamps this movie gives us... Uh, is the, the mark of 700 years, of course, but over those 700 years, there's five captains that have lived uh, and, and commanded the ship, and just their time Which, serving as captain. Also, we should think about it. There's no way five humans lasted 120 years, especially as the BMIs got higher. But they're fatter, yes, but I, this is actually kind of one thing that I kind of suspended disbelief about because it's in the future, Medicine is getting better. We're That's able to true, keep yeah. extremely unhealthy people that, you know, I don't want to be negative and be like, yeah, this nature would have got them. You know, that's not what I mean, but I mean, like, people that are unhealthy lifestyles, they're able to continue them. And in this, you know, uh, weird, stylized future, you know, arc, if you will, like, where you're able to just kind of do whatever you want and get fat, like, they'll just keep you alive forever. I, yeah. I don't know. I think we might be thinking more in the mechanics of this world than, than it even, needs to be. But even Pixar was. But I will say, this movie, it showed babies, but they weren't willing to look at each other, right? This movie way underestimated, especially with everyone being fat, how much humans are inherently, and here we go, horny. <laughs> we brought horny around to Wally. I think a lot, uh, uh, and this is, again, this is what we do. We deep dive into films. We're taking some reaches here. And this isn't against Wally. It's probably necessary to do this to keep it a, a kid's movie. But people stay in shape a lot of times just to get their fuck on. Like, that is that is the sole purpose. Not saying everyone does. A lot of people <laughs> care about a happy, health, happy, healthy body. Those people a lot of times are older. I just know a lot of young people, like, that's their, especially when you think about frat you bros. Don't give a shit you think of being healthy, yeah. You think of frat bros staying healthy at all if it's not, like, relevant to him, you know, getting laid. And so just, like, on a large enough, in a large enough sample there, there's enough people that their sole intention is that, that... You know, I doubt they're, they're also, accepting the hover chair. But this, I don't know, might I be a weird, this might be a weird thing. Not a lot of people have seen High Life, but I was kind of thinking it would be like that sort of a deal. <laughs> like this ship just, this this one ship just has like a gross, weird, like pleasure chamber. And that sounds weird saying all that. Watch the movie High Life and it'll make sense. I was thinking to get canceled for anything cool. It's going to be the fucking Wally episode. The Wally episode where we tell people to watch High Life. Episode 2000 when we're finally like big, when we're super big. Somebody's just going to like dive into the archive and go to scroll scrub through all of I our mean, episodes and yeah you can you can you know tisk your finger at it but that would that would perfectly explain it just have one of those high life chambers <laughs> i was thinking the chair did it in high life oh, no, no, the, the, the hover, oh, the hover chair did it so it's kind of like a bed to be clear yeah. here. <laughs> this is a sci-fi conversation we're not having a wally conversation because They're like the know, logistics of life on a spaceship interestingly enough there's not i mean you see a couple shots of babies but, like, think about this. This is one of the rare kids' movies where it's all adults. Like, you, you really, a lot of times, kids' movies are afraid to tell a story outside of a child's perspective because they want children to relate to it. Like, it's got to be an animal that they find cute or it's got to be a human being. And even though Wally's admittedly cute, 
they probably risk, and I'm sure they have bored the pants off of some children. I was thinking because that too. Of that. Yeah, like this is a, a robot that isn't articulating much. I mean, like it's not you're talking about his hands and whatnot, how bad he wants to hold hands. But that's why even as even yeah. if you're a little kid, you might miss that, and then you're just like, why does this robot scootering around on this dirty brown landscape? Like I just don't get it. We, it, we have confirmation. Romeo said his kids find it boring. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I, I I'm not surprised. I mean, I was 15 when I saw this. So and I mean. I, like I said on previous podcasts, I was, you know, I've watched animated movies since I was a kid. So of course I'm in. Uh, if a, if an animated movie looks good, this was one. I had to uh, clarify that, and I trust Pixar, so I was like, of course I want to go see Wally. But I'm not an eight. I wasn't an eight year old or a six year old. I was. I've also been weird. I was. I love the movie theaters, and I watch anything you sit me in front of. As an adult, I have strong opinions about those. But as a kid, it was just like, I will go to the movies yeah, for any I, reason. I just want to go to the movies for sure. This is, uh, I, I was happy because this is one of the uh, uh, children's movies that has singing in it. <laughs> yeah, it has no scene. <laughs> oh, no, they did have a couple songs. That's what I was making a joke about. Wait, what, when did they sing it? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. But. The only thing I can think of, and, it ruined, and they ruined my enjoyment of it with this small amount, is like, it's supposed to be adorable, but there's like that little musical while he's watching from like the 1940s. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it have been hilarious, though? If he was like watching Remember the Titans or something like that, and that's because they hold hands like as a team. I'm just thinking he's like watching a replay of like ESPN from, and that was like a Cowboys Giants game, and the Cowboys are like holding hands and doing this, and so Wally's like, "That's love." <laughs> I don't want that. Like, and then he's just getting each other on the butt, <laughs> playing football. That part doesn't need to be reiterated. But that was funny. I didn't, we could edit it out. He said. He's, they're smacking each other on the butt, so while he's, <laughs> while he's like, <"Ew." laughs> Good game out there. Get yeah. just, I'm trying to think of, like, in the not gross way, yeah, like, what would be the just funniest thing Wally could have had a rerun of instead? I, I do like the idea of, like, a Monday night football game, just in Wally's, like, working on his long game, <laughs> just throwing deep bombs over there. Uh, maybe Three Stooges. Okay, that, no. I feel like that's, you're trying for comic effect there too much. He's just, like, learning the dumb... Like, human, like... The eye pokes and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to do something that's not cringe, and I think there's just something natural and hilarious about Wally. Like, especially if he's thrown him to himself, he's gotten so good that he launches him in the air, and then he's just, like, zooming over. <laughs> or he's, like, throwing him to, like, the burned-out dead Wally bot. <laughs> Go along! Oh, my gosh. It's just The Last of Us 2 playing over and over yeah. again. <laughs> oh, no. And he's, like, my own personal hell. <laughs> my hellscape. <laughs> Just trash cubes and The Last of Us 2 playing forever. <laughs> that would be the hellscape. Yeah. It's just like, this world doesn't look desolated at all. This looks cool. There's other people. <laughs> with with no proper context. There's the cockroach that like goes around inside that Twinkie and he gets that beard. Like Twinkie stuff. That was I, so I like that for the pure reason of we did, we have to wonder. And no kid would have wondered. It's like, how does that cockroach eat? And they just answer that question. With, with He's Twinkies. got like a stash of 2,000-year or 700-year-old Twinkies. He's just yeah. like, how did he learn that cockroach like this, you know? Probably, I bet it was just he stumbles across food for the first time, and it's Twinkies. Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, he never had seen food. Maybe that's how he, how he met the cockroach. Cockroach yeah. is swimming in Twinkies. Oh, also, like, the other cool thing about, like, it being kind of, uh, not, not, not no, timeless is the word, but, like, 700 years, like, there's something so, like, mammoth about that much time like when eve finds the the plant and she then shuts down 
for untold years. Like I like to think that was like another oh, hundred like years. Like that's so fucking cool. That's that's pretty cool. I was of him. Think, like, I'm thinking that's like days. Oh or yeah, like see, a month maybe. I like it on a grander scale. It's like the uh, just the isolation, loneliness of Wally, like having her for a couple days, and then like another hundred years of like oh, that's depressing. Like, man. <laughs> this movie is kind of depressing. Yeah, it but, is. Yeah, kind of depressing. Yeah, I mean like. Just good stuff happened to him, so I mean that that's always nice. But it was way more depressing beforehand. Like he's been <laughs> squishing trash cubes for hundreds yeah. of years. I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember it being sad. Uh, Alexis has stated on several occasions she cries almost time she every time she watches this. Oh really? But it is pretty damn sad when Wally like selfishly is just like changes his mind and is like, no, Earth is important. Yeah. Well, and mostly it's because that's what Eve wants. But he's so dedicated that the man just like lets himself get destroyed. And then it's like, obviously we know what's coming, and that that was the part that was sad to me. I like almost got a tear, not not quite, but I was yeah. just like, man, this is more emotionally devastating than I thought. And if a kid's not bored and invested, this this is a real tearjerker. I did write down uh, that just that Wally and Eve was better than most romances I've seen, <laughs> like on screen, like real yeah. movies with actors that can articulate and move their faces. <laughs> it just goes was better. It goes to show dialogue's hard. Yeah, and like capturing. Because people talk differently, etc. And that's like a classic Pixar thing. Take something that like some people view as a disadvantage, and how do we make our movie better because of this? And I think they really did that with uh, with Wally. It's just it's it's almost borderline like avant garde for thirty minutes of a mainstream animated children's film. Like that's crazy. It it really is one of a kind. Yeah, and. and- and I think that's why I'm more inclined to like give them bonus points because people just don't understand. You don't pitch million, like multi-million dollar movies that Disney plants its tentpole in the summer about where you're like, for the first 30 minutes, nobody talks. There's no dinosaurs that talk. There's no colorful. Yeah. And like they've done weird stuff up until then, but this was by far, like, I mean, toys, you can at least see like kids play with toys. You can see how that pitch goes. Bugs like, they're, they're not animals but i mean it's still colorful you still kind of understand and they're still not as big um to me it's like monsters inc was probably that tipping point of we don't go back to non-cutesy shit you know they're monsters that we make cute everything we do it's cute and And probably has to do this yeah it has to be things that talk now um because after that i believe it's finding nemo and then i saw finding nemo Nemo, then incredibles incredibles you could argue going to like purely humans but that was their first you know, we have Andy and everything in Toy Story, but the movie is primarily about toys. But in their legacy, that that one's kind of a big one. One of my least favorites for other reasons. Not not like of the good ones. It's my least favorite. I guess it was very because there. Yeah, there's some films are. Eh. And then to go from that to this, you can tell how they're just trying to venture out of their comfort zone, out of like, hey, just animals that are talking from a new perspective. What's something even weirder? <laughs> well, this trash robot, and like it's about humanity and post-apocalyptic. We make it somehow like a kid's movie. That's a hard, that's not an easy pitch. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have the stones to do it. I'd be like, hey guys, why don't we pitch this to us? We, we tell Disney, give us a small budget for this and we'll do your talking animal. We'll make animal. it a short or something. Yeah, or we'll do your talk. Yeah, because they had those more inventive shorts even. Yeah. I've, I've seen some of those. They're, they're pretty cool, yeah. I have, I like, there's probably an easily behind the scenes doc because Disney likes to do this about everything. I wouldn't be surprised if Wally was pitched as a short. And them at Pixar, is that true? Or, oh, uh, I think you're doing it. Makes sense. But, yeah, like, if it was pitched as a short, like, hey, there's this little lonely trash robot, and he gets a friend, and he gets a companion, and then they liked working on it so much that they were just like, 
can we can we do this as our next film? What's the yeah. next budget? Because yeah, that definitely seems like this is a ten to fifteen minute story. We're gonna sum up, and yeah, it's gonna be that. Maybe they expand it and they're like, "Well, it's now thirty minutes," and then they're just like, "We can do what's a weird way that the story progresses." Okay, the robots got a mission, and Earth is desolate for a reason, and maybe there are humans out there, and etc. And you just it goes on and on. So I'd be interested, not interested enough to go out and find that documentary. But if we had fans, they wanted to tell me about how that actually came to be. I would just take your word for it. Yeah. We would never have to know. And you and, uh, you and Alexis said something when I walked in about, about the ending credit sequence. I did not watch any of that. Yeah. So, so you say they, they sum it up nice. Yeah. So you do kind of get the film, I think is aware of its hour and 37. Like it's, it's bright breaching that time where kids are checking out. So it, it does seem like it rushes a little bit even to get to that point. Cause the one straight thought I had is, and that ship's supposed to have hyperdrive. All right. I guess I'll believe anything. Cause they get from outer space to earth in like three seconds. Yeah. But yeah, the credits just like lay out in a cute, like little hand, more hand drawn or it is hand drawn, but it's like a, obviously not fully 3d animated. And it just like shows like the little plants being planted, but it's by a robot and the humans like handing them stuff. And basically I was telling you this. I think it's to avoid the plot hole. Like, well, what do they do now? They don't know anything about farming. Yeah. And they really do just trying to like slowly the progress they're making and how they're in harmony with technology. And it doesn't have to be like, now we're, you know, we're basically those people that are like zero technology. We want to live in the wilderness. Yeah. They, they're like, we've got these robots that are good at doing things. We can live with them, but like, we have to also like take care of Earth. I think is like, you know, they can live together in harmony. That's nice, because I was thinking just practical sci-fi. Like, these people don't know how to do anything. Their bodies aren't meant. Like, they, they yeah. can't handle gravity. Like, good lord, are you serious? Like, we're talking about their bones of, like, liquefied in space. Like, they couldn't handle just stepping around. But I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to take, like, three generations of, Probably, like, yeah. people starving and dying to get it working. But well, not, luckily, if, if it's uh, working in the credits, then that's good. I'd say two. Because there's babies. Yeah. The babies are probably be all right because they, they start walking, they start doing it That's true. from birth, and then their children should be more than fine. But they're cold, but they're hot idiots <laughs> who've just been cruising in hover chairs. It'd just be funny. Like, the, grandpa the grandparents look the way they look. The parents look pretty normal. And then the kids are finally back to, like, what we think of humans is now. <laughs> like, actually, yeah, one of them is just legs. absolutely just, like, jacked. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Time to play Logan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's, I mean, we, we did cover the ending there. I think that's all my spare thoughts. I like the, I didn't think about the nods of 2001. That's really, that's really awesome. It's, it's weird. This is not a 10 to me. Um, and it's really damn good. I just, I don't know what's missing from it that I wanted a 10. I think I did enjoy the second half. Not even that I disliked the message or anything. It just wasn't as compelling. I like that first 30 minutes of Avon Gardens. I'm Pegasus is weird in that way. Yeah. So I'm ready to score it if you're ready. Yeah, let's do it. I don't think I have any straight thoughts. Um, I liked the makeup robot that they that he like went through the mall and got all yeah. like, beautified. Like they just needed to sell another action figure. Like, yeah. Need Wally to look like some other stuff, but that was a funny scene. Um, and then he used a fire extinguisher to like propel him. It wasn't as cute as Mr. Fox, but it was pretty cute. Yeah. And going through space. The space sequence isn't. Like, genuine comedy gold. And, like, of course, like, just the anxiety of, like, movies do it all the time. Of course, he's not going to drift off into space. But, like, that, like, fingertip moment where it's like, oh, there he goes. He's about to fly away. And then you just lock him. You lock hands and pull him back in. And, like, like, that's why they gave him those hands. Sci-fi <laughs> does that all the time. Yeah, I love it.
Yeah, that was all my, my straight yeah. thoughts. Go ahead. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, I love the sci-fi elements about this, and, and I can only compare other to to these other uh, cartoon ones that we've done for, for this. Like, Onward was a nine, you know, that, that kind of thing. I think... I don't want to say I had more fun in Onward, but I gave this one a higher score. This one's a 9.5. I really like Wally. I really like Wally. No, my face like that is because I'm double dipping on my last of a score. I'm also a 9.5. Oh, nice. So this is, I think, one of the second time we've came together. Uh, oh, no, we had perfect, perfect tens. Did, wait, I, I thought you were higher than me on Extraordinary. We both went 9, remember? I decided not to go 9.5. I went 9. Oh, okay. No, so much time has passed. I don't remember. But yeah. I know we came together on Fast and Furious also. also we, we came together in 8. <laughs> yeah. And we did not get perfect 10s. I, I retroactively would give No Country a 10. No Country, but yeah. I just... I don't know why. I, I gave it a 9.8 or 9.9, I think. That, yeah, I think we, yeah, we've already talked. That would be yeah. a one. Go back and I, I would change. Uh, change. 9.5, this is a strong movie vault. This was good, yeah. It's, I, look at it. It's overstuffed. It's... Like, there's 24 movies in there, and meanwhile, we've got this, like, little measly vault. One of those vaults that sucks, and The Last of Us that has nothing. <laughs> That's our video game vault. Tell us if you want more in the video game vault, folks. Have any uh, straight thoughts you'd like to mention? Or? This was a lot of fun. Um, oh, and I got a good laugh when he, he uh, picked up a spork for the first time, and he had a bundle of forks, and he had a bundle of spoons, and he couldn't decide where to put it. He just sipped <laughs> it in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, it's both. Yeah, so. it's perfect. <laughs> right there where it is. It was perfect. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Go watch Wally if you somehow haven't seen it. It's available to stream on Disney Plus. Uh, this Saturday or Sunday, we're going to be having Embrace of the Serpent up. Uh, hopefully Friday. Honestly, I I mis misinterpreted how long it would be. But The Last of Us should be up shortly. We recorded that first because of how big it is and because I'm trying to create or live, do our normal release schedule at least somewhat. Um, Wally will probably be up tomorrow. I'm going to be honest. I'm not doing that tonight. It's a little later at night. <laughs> yeah. And after podcasting for four hours straight, I don't know if I want to go and edit an episode of Wally, but it'll be up tomorrow. It's not, it hasn't been too long. What are we at? Uh, 46 minutes, 48 almost, man. I was, I was almost there. That's okay. That's I just working. like guessing and getting things right. <laughs> <laughs> I took my, my least amount of notes for Wally and we still talked for almost an hour. You, I, I believe you, but you've also said, I took my least amount of notes like six different times on this podcast. Well, I, took, I started taking a lot when we first did this. I know, me too. Now it's a little bit more like bot beats. I, started, it's me feel I started believing in my ability to recap without actually yeah. writing it down. I think I'm pretty solid <laughs> at it. I think we're both getting better. See, for me, it's sandwiched between like weird art house movies. So yes. some of them kind of blend together. <laughs> I, need, I need notes. Makes sense. Well, thank you guys so much again. Awesome. 2000 Listen. We're going to have Maeve Higgins. We're doing Palm Springs five days after it comes out. We also have The Last of Us spoiler cast. It's almost two hours. Please go listen to that. Let us know if you have any input at all. You can also email us, of course, at azmovieclub at gmail.com. Once more, that's azmovieclub at gmail.com. And we have a brand new Facebook. Go like us. If you're not weird or old like me, uh, you, there's also Twitter and Instagram, the one I'm on the least, but Alexis runs that one. Uh, we've gotten, we've, we're running some ads even trying to get more people to listen. We just want input. We we want listeners and uh, for people to get involved. But the community we have, even though you don't send us emails or any of that shit, I, I really do appreciate all of it. 2,000 listens. Woo! Absolutely. So have a great night, day, week, whatever, guys. Thanks, guys.